Today's Rav is Daf Kuf Chav Gimel Amid Beis. We're starting from the Banim of Kuf Chav Gimel Amid Aleph. A somewhat unrelated sugya. I'm not not sure how we got in here. Bechol. I think I don't have a pshat. All right, but let's see it. Now the Gemara says a subi yanuka. I guess my tale was talking about Hilchas Muksa. Bring a rifle, Machatul Yad. Ah, bring a rifle, Machatul Right, okay. Because leave the way the kites. Right, okay, good. Yeah, yeah bring a rifle, my mission. And the Asubi Yanuka. Asubi Yanuka means when the baby is born and they did something, Ashes Lahachlik Seder of Arv Kshunel, the Varv Misparkim, Vitzarach Liashvan. Somehow, the different Avarim, the different limbs of the baby are out of joint. And asubi yanuka means that you're putting the limbs back into the joint. Now normally, if we would have a dislocated uh, elbow or shoulder, then I think it would be like a sakana, that you'd have to do something about it. Or at least, at the very least, it would seem to be very, um, very painful. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure medically what, what the Gemara is discussing. It seemed to be common procedure in that time. And the Gemara talked about Lefufa Yanuka earlier in the Parakumaisha, which you're showing him say that's a little different. Lefufa Yanuka is a more intricate process which they do with um Begadim. They take Begadim, kind of like uh, make like splints or whatever, make like a ace bandage. But this is just done by hand. I just wonder if it's some sort of a chiropractic procedure where they align the the bones. Not that it's like noticeably misaligned, but they. The idea was the Rafim of the time felt that this was a necessary part of putting the body in shape. But anyway, the question is: Could you do it on Shabbos? Rav Nachman Rav Shari. Rav Nachman says it's also to do on Shabbos. Rav Sheshes holds mutter. Rashi says the reason why it's also is because it's dummy lemesakein. Rashi doesn't say it's also for other Rishonim say it's also for. Rashi says the reason why it's also is because it's similar to mesakein. It's like a mesakein mana, and Rav Nachman holds Rav Sheshes holds this mutter. Where do I get this idea that there's an isim misakin when you when you fix up the guf, not in a refuadik way, that's like healing the guf, is like fixing up the guf, that's like misakin the tanan. There's a mission that says, Ain Aisin Apiktaizin Bishabis. You can't do this apiktaizin. Apiktaizin actually says it's vomiting. They would take mashkin in order to and he says it's not a refuah. Not a refuah because the purpose is not healing a sick person. The purpose is, let's say, ate something which is causing problems in the stomach and you want to just get it out. That's not refuah. That's just cleaning out the gulf. Or is even more. Rashi is not, not necessarily that he even ate something bad. Right? They would do this. It's like a Roman practice, I think. That they were just they would just do it in order to um, you should eat a lot. The Gemara says later 
and Perichavis that there's an Isra Baal Tashkas to do this. But anyway, the mission says you can't make that Bektaizen on Shabbos. He says it's not a refuah, so you can't say it's also Shkikas HaMonim al refuah. Right? Maybe with the upset stomach it would be refuah. But here, they're not doing it for refuah. They're just doing it because they want to be able to eat and drink more. But it's still also why Mishnah the Masak and Gavra. That Bektaizen is Masak and Gavra. That the main thing here is refuah. But um, we'll get to that in a second. But Rashi is saying, right, that you see a non-medical tikkun gavra is aser. So who are then the asuba yinukam to realign the evarim? Is the same idea. You're being masak in the gavra. Right? Maybe this, you know, after chiropractors they do alignments on the body, and we say hold the same thing. Is that refuah? You're not healing it. You're just aligning it. So Nachman Adlu is also because it's it's Misak and Gavra. Rav Sheshis, Hasam Lav Urchei, Hacha Urchei. There, you're doing something unusual. So that's called a Tikkun. Rav Sheshis is masking that there's an idea of Tikkun on a body, which you could do through therapeutic means, that's called a Tikkun. So getting out the food is called a Tikkun. But it's an unusual thing, not a normal need that a person has. So that's why I'll call it a tikkun. If it's a normal thing, it's like you're giving them to drink. It's not, uh, can't really call that a tikkun. Rosh Hashanah says, how would I, uh, how would I say it? Right, what happened to tikkun? So also he says it's not refuah. Now I'm not 100% sure why the netila sakaits is not refuah. I thought maybe, and that's what I thought by Epictetus, maybe removing a foreign object to Ashish holds is not refuah, Bukhlal. Refuah is healing the body. If the body itself is sick, and you heal the body, so that's refuah. Mashiach came when you have something foreign in the body, it's not refuah. But why isn't Asrael sticking? So, Rav Nachman Hasam Pakit Hachalai Pakit. Hasam Pakit means, Enechanami. They're both a foreign object, but his awesome pocket means that the the splinter is not part of the body. We're not even kind of attached to the body. It's pocket. It's just it's just you know it's just piercing the body. Pocket means that it's mufkad, meaning like like Ashenapikadin. It's not attached. Right? It's just uh, it's just being stored there. So getting it out has nothing to do. I mean, it's it's you know it's painful. So you're getting it out, it's like taking something which is superficially on the body. That can't be a, a taken of any sort, right? But hachalay pocket here it's 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 mechuber, right? The asuba inuka or the apiktaizin is more mechuber. Right? I think the chayyav sheishes also says that. And there's a sheishes with matter maybe because he calls this also urchei. You would call this also Urchei. Epictetus is love Urchei. Not a normal thing. It's normal. But um, if Nachman says, no, Epictetus in the Pshad is, it's in the body. It's, it's, it's became attached to the body. The splinter is like outside of the body. It's not, it's, it's, it's like pocket. That's the thing. Right, so every Shainim learn, the Gravy Shainim, that the issue is Rafur, not Misakin. And the issue is here, when you're doing refuah, not through samamanim, 
you're not using samimanim to do the refuah. That um, so, like that, biktaizin is a non-medical, non, not, not, not. Um, it's non-medicine. It's not you know not using medicine for it. Right? You're just you're doing it a different way, and that's the machlekes here. The asubi yenuka, right? And that's his right from the biktaizin. That um, right, and I think there was a pshat in the rishenim about the urchei and the lav urchei. That the apiktaisin you could do with medicine. Ashaikin asubi yanuka you can't do with medicine. It's not something which which could work. It's not something which, which is ever done without medicine. That's that's the hetter. That was a, 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 a medical therapy which is never done through drugs, through ingesting something. So that's what Shesh holds his mutapiktaisin. You could, you could you could do it two ways. You could do it with um, with um, physical intervention. You could put a finger or something down, which gives the body the reflex to to vomit. Or you could take a sum that will sadapiktaisin. Uh, that's mutter. Apiktaisin. That's aser. Both apiktaisins are aser because you might take a sum. That's what they're arguing about because it won't be done through a psalm at all. But really the whole issue here is is an issue of refuah. Good, that's it. Fine. Talk to Mishnah. If you have a stick which you use for olives, now what do you do with it? Rashi says, Masika of Zesim means that you harvest them. That's what Masika means, right? You bites are the anavim, and you maisik the the zesim. Right. So after you harvest the zesim, you have a big uh, uh, basket full of olives. Tzayvim b'matan. You put in a matan. A matan is a huge kli, and you just let them stay there. So the point is, because you want the oil to separate from the solid part of the olive. So when you keep them in a warm place, so the oil separates, so that way you can get the oil out good. So what's the stick for? It's like a special stick which is used for this. You take the stick and you start mixing up the olives because you're able to like bang it if if the if the oil starts coming out, so you see that this process is um, is complete, right? The process olive oil is a big process. Uh, they have to hang around in the matan for a while to make sure that they're ready. The, the oil is ready to come out. So what's this thing? If it has a kesher, what's a kesher? Actually, it came pkak. It has a pakak meaning it has something which is stuffing up the kana. Kana is a hollow tube. And as a kashibration means that on one side of the hollow tube there's a there's a um, stopper. So that's makabaltuma. Then it's makabaltuma. Vimlav and if not, ain't a We'll see why. But either way, 
you're allowed to carry it on Shabbos. So Mary says, Amai, why is it Mechabotoma? Pshutikleitsu. Pshutikleitsu in a Mechabotoma. Kan is wood. And wood is not Mechabotoma unless it has a base kibble, right? Then this doesn't have a base kibble. That's the, that's the Gemara's kasha. So why is it Mechabotoma? My time I do me the sack peenon. You need, Pshutikleitsu is not Mechabotoma because it has to be do me the sack. This Lechayr should be a raya. Right? The Rambam Shita is if Shutik Leitz and Makabal told me they're Abanan. Right? The Gemara didn't indicate it was the Raisa. This should be a Shtikl Rayam that it's not Makabal Tum at all. Anyway, but the Gemara says, Tanim is made the Rabbi Nechemia, Bishashim Ahambach Bizesim Hoypchavarayabai. So, part of the things, when you start um, using it to uh, mix up the olives, so you could check them. So you want to also see, because what happens is that what happens is is that some of the olive oil gets into this kana if it has a kasher bereshe. So it collects in the kana. So it's one of the things that the olive, the oil maker would do is check in the kana to see how the oil is. Right? To see the quality, to see what's going on. So if it doesn't have a cashew, he wouldn't do it. Like I said, they didn't always do it. If you use one without a cashew, so you can't do that. You just have to check it visually and look at the olives. But if not, you'll also check the kana. So that's why the base kibble is a base kibble for the purpose of, of mealy. You're doing it, it's aymid la because you want a little oil to get into the kana that you can check it. Right? Now, why is it Nidol B'Shabbos? Because for Shabbos, you don't need a base kibble. Abshutah Kliyetz is, is Mutter on Shabbos. So I'm not sure if this Afiqa Zaysim is Mutter to do on Shabbos. It sounds to me at best that it will be a problem I'm saying even if you're not doing any Schita, which sounds like you are doing a little Schita, Right, so I don't know, maybe it'll be Asrat Skita as well. But um, anyway, I wouldn't think that it'll be mutter to uh to check your olives to see if you um if you could right if you could um if you could squeeze them. You know, I know you'll have to go to your field to check because it's Dibur Asr here Mutter. But that's when it's not obvious, you know, when you're just, when you're moving around the olives like that, that sounds like a, um, issue. So probably it sounds like this. It's a kli. And they'll use this kind of other purposes, right? It's a kli shemachtal It goes with the Mishnah, right? The shaila is exactly how would Rav Yehuda, it says the kli shemachtal iser is also at Sarakufa. How would he learn this Mishnah? Right? It's mutatim and taltal Right? It doesn't sound like it's miyuchet from lechas heter. It sounds like the yeah okay, but that's what it says here. It's manitul b'shabes because it's a kli, and once it's a kli, even a pshuta kliates, even though the 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 kli is the ikar intention of the kli is to udaver us in shabbos, but you use it for other uses. Yeah, let's see the next question. Rabbi Yisi Aimer. All kalim you can move, except for a big saw, 
which is used for cha- for sawing beams, sawing wood, right? Big saw. And yasa shamachrisha means that is a kli gadol asik kesakin shabaisin chrisel talim. Now, what is it? It's a plowshare. It's a plowshare, right? So, um, right? You have a plow. You have a lot of parts to it. You have the part that attaches itself to the neck of the animal that's doing the plow, right? And you have like a wooden handle. And at the end of the handle, you have a metal piece which actually cuts the ground. That looks like a knife. And it makes the... Right? It plows the ground. So these kalim are a miyuchit from You wouldn't use a saw or a plowshare for anything else. So that's why there's an iser to move it on Shabbos. Now it's kind of like Muxamach Sankis. I think the Gemara, at the end of the Masechta, causes Muxamach Sankis. That's what the Gemara terms this Yasashamachrisha and Messer Agadol. And the Gemara says, Ava Muxamach Sankis, a filler of Shimon made it, the Tan, Kalakam, Nitlam Shabbos, Kutsi Messer Agadol, Yasashamachrisha. Rankuf Nadzayan Amadalaf. Uh, you don't use it for anything else because it's uh, it's equipment it's, uh, that you need for, for your job. Amrav Nachman, Nai Uchle de Katsri, Kiyasa Shemachrisha Dami. What's Uchle de Katsri? As she says, it's a copper keli which is full of holes. But there's two, um, two shilas, what it is. Either it's a, a washing machine. Right? They didn't have a electric washing machine that you know that, that um, agitates by itself, but it's like a tub. Right? You know, the washing machine tub is full of holes because you, you want the water to drain out. So the way they would do it, they'd put the clothes in this tub full of holes, pour water on it, agitate it all around, and then leave it there until the water drips out. And some say that it's, they both say it's a clee full of holes, but some say that it's for after the wash that you put basam under it, you burn basam under it so it should get the smell of the basam. Mugmar. Anyway, either way, it's kiyasa makrisha dami. It's not used for any hetter. Amra abaye a sword or a knife of a shoemaker to cut the leather, right? And a knife of a butcher, uses it to chop meat. The chatsina denagri and a what's a chatsina denagri? An axe. All these things are kiyasa dami. I guess the kardom lachmu wasn't like an axe for a for a woodcutter. It was like you know a little axe in your toolbox, you know, like something which you. You do some, yeah, you do a little chopping in the house. Normally you don't chop food with it, but it's like a, a house tool of some sort. Right? This, this, um, Chatsina Denagri is a, is a carpenter's tool. So professional tools have the same thing of Yasa Shemachrisha, and they, um, they're all Muxa Maxa Sarankis. So that's, that's the first thing. Now, Tanar Abanan, I think where it goes generally. Right? There are three, only allowed to move three kalim on Shabbos. 
means a knife or scissors of sorts that you could cut dried figs. And zuam alisterain is a big ladle which you get out the zoom of the kadeira. Which I'm not sure why that's not better. And the sagan katan means uh, a bread knife that you cut um, bread or or meat. Right? So Taisa says, what about uh, plates and bowls and cups? Now Taisa says, Lashin, that you're only going to say kelner and not b'nei kibu. And the Rishayim say a little bit more. The Rishayim say it's it's just giving examples when it says three kelim for kelim. It's giving examples of kelim which you don't really need, but kelim which are used often enough that the nichlo and the hetter. Of course, the kelim which are constantly used, right? You know, clothing and uh, you know silverware. They didn't use silverware as much as we do, but you know these types of kelim which are used constantly. That's of course mutter. But besides for the regular kalim, which obviously it's impossible to, to, to do without, the kalim that are at least somewhat optional, will be mutter these three. Now what does it mean? Originally they said all kalim are asr. Right? The Gemara is going to say, right? Right? Now she says it here. Why? Because people weren't keeping Shabbos good enough, and they decided we have to make Yisurim. And the Gemara has a lot of times, and contrary to where we think a little bit, that when people are being too mekel, you got to be machmer on them. And you got to tell them everything's awesome, and then they'll be able to keep it. If you tell them that certain things are mutter, certain things are awesome, so it's much harder, right? If you talk a very but fine, but if you're not, you gotta answer everything. Right? A lot of times, you know, you give somebody is, uh, give them rules about a diet, what to eat. So, um, if you can keep the rules, fine. If you can't keep the rules, so, you gotta tell them, you can't eat any, I mean, you know, you gotta give them more simplified rules, and answer everything. Right? Not answer all foods, I'm saying, but like, like answer all types of food, tell them to limit your sugar intake. If it works, fine. Right? But if he keeps on cheating, so you tell me to eliminate the sugar intake, and that'll be able to do, right? The people who are not keeping Shabbos, you tell them, don't move anything on Shabbos. Be totally restricted. Okay, that'll do. Right? That, you know, that's an easy rule. Ah, so then, things got a little better. And chazavitiru, v'chazavitiru, 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 so then they kept on allowing to be metaltal more kalim and more kalim in different stages until they came to the final psak that you are allowed to move all kalim except for the Meser Agadol Yasesh Machrisha. So the Gemara says, Mayatiru Vachazavitiru Vachazavitiru. What does it mean that they started being matir one stage and then they were matir again and they were matir again? It sounds like three stages. What is it? Amar Abaye. The first stage was Itiru Davish Shemachta Leheter Letzerich Gufay. Then they said any keli which normally used for heter that's mutter, but only Letzerich Gufay. That was the first stage. 
Then first they said even klishel machtul hetter is aser. Then they said a klishel machtul hetter is mutter. Only klishel machtet and only the tzarech kufay. V'chazir v'tiru. Davashel machtet and the tzarech mekaymay. Then they said, all right, we'll allow you to, use, to move a klishel machtet to even the tzarech mekaymay as well. And then v'chazir v'tiru. Third stage was davashel machtul iser the tzarech kufay and the tzarech mekaymay. Then they made a third stage even the davashel machtul iser would be mutter. But that's only Litzarach Kufay. But still, they're not allowed to move heavy kalim, which you need two hands. We had that a little bit before, that he asked about the Pemutish of Rebbe, etc. They wouldn't allow to move heavy kalim, which you need two hands. Even the heavy kalim, they need two hands. So what came out Lamaskana according to Abaya? That it's mutter to move the kalim klisha machta et l'tzarakufay and mekaymay, and klisha machta le'isir only l'tzarakufay. That's the that's Abaya. Amalei Rava mechta yitiru katani. It says they were matter. Yitiru malu l'tzarakufay malu l'tzarak mekaymay. Rava didn't think that they'd be matter l'tzarakufay and not l'tzarak mekaymay. Didn't think it's shayach. Yeah, doesn't sound but that's what Okay. That goes together. and go together, and they are mata klisha machtul heter bein letzarach gufay bein letzarach mekaymay. and then they were matter mechamal etzel. That even when you're not doing it for your purposes, you're doing it to protect the keli, that's also mutter, by davash makhtal hatter. When chazir it to you, davash makhtal isa letzarach guva tzarach mekayma in, mecham aletzeloi, and then they will matter klishu makhtal isa, and that's only letzarach guva tzarach mekayma, but not mecham aletzel. Vadayim ba'adam echadim b'shnei b'adam loi, but that's only when one person could do it. Well, let's say you need two people to carry it. So then it'll be Yasser. Ha'ashar merkala ke'am nitlu m'shavah sefila b'shnei b'nei adam. And they allowed even two people to carry a keli. That's the Gemara. So Abayi holds that a klisha machtul hatu is mutu l'sarach gufay u'mekaymay. He doesn't say it's mutu mecham al-etzel. And a klisha machtul is only mutu l'sarach gufay. I know we had before a Yehuda Shita, and Abayi had asked Kashis that a Klishmach list is even Asl Tzarech Kufay. It wouldn't be 100% clear what the Chazer Vitzir is according to a Yehuda. Right? And Rava holds that a Klishmach list is Mutter in the end Tzarech Kufay and Mekayma, but not Mechamel Etzel. And a Klishmach list is Mutter Mechamel Etzel. So the Shainim say that what if it's nothing? What if it's not? What if it's not? Um, it's not Lazar Mekayim and it's not Mechamel Etzel you don't have any of these things so I say the Gemara is Mashmeda it's Aser they're matter for these purposes but it could be food right? food and Kalim and Sfarim were never Nichol on the Xera and could be even silverware which wasn't in the original Xera that also could be his Mutash Lazar Klal but Klisha Machdala Hetter is not Mutash Lazar Klal it's mutter only l'tzarech gufay mekaymei mechamel l'tzel. Eshvei Abayah. Abayah, the kasha meducha, it says they have a meducha, something you grind with. 
So it's interesting, right? The Gemara there was he wanted to bring a raya earlier when he asked this question to Rabba. That's also even letzerach gufa, right? And Rabbi answered him a manner of nechemihi, and then Rabbi said that it's like kaveil imakam. At least according to Rashi, it's going on meducha as well. But that's what he asked. That meducha is reish b'shul metalda is lavi metalda. But here, he doesn't mind saying that it's talking about letzerach mekaymai, right? So that's his raya that letzerach mekaymai is aser. But according to Rav, even Tzarek Mekayim is Mutter, so why is it Asir? Right, before the Gemara thought it had to mean Eim Metal, then I said even Tzarek Gufay. But once you're saying Tzarek Mekayim, so he said, how come I ask him, Mecham Moletzel? So I'll tell you, okay, it's not even Tzarek Mekayim, it's Mecham Moletzel. Right, which the Gemara wasn't Nachas that early. The Gemara was assuming that Eim Metal, means period, and even Tzarek Gufay. But Abaye wanted to bring a Raya Tzarek Mekayim, and Rav said, okay, once you anyway saying it's not l'tzerich gufay, so I'll say it's not l'tzerich mukayim also. I'll say it's mecham l'tzel. Eisvei reshavim shem katzal v'basa shasal taltoi. By the ali, and you had the chopping board, and shami v'sil argue you allowed to do it for the purpose of chopping meat on yamtiv, but then they both agree that once you chop meat, it's asim taltoit. So again, Abayi said, I'll tell you it means l'tzerich mukayim. But you all this middle of Tzarech Mekayimai. Say, no problem. Hachanami, Mechamel Etzel. So I'll say it's Mechamel Etzel. Amrab Chanina, like we said, B'mei Nechemi Mechachal Yenishis Mishnezu. The original Mishnah of, of Gimel Kael Mitalim B'Shabbos was said in the very beginning of the Bayashani, in the days of the Navi, not the Navi, the Mechemi Mechachal Right? There was a Navi. Nechemim was a Navi? Yeah, I think it was. Right? The because at the end of Sefer Nechemim, it says, B'yameim, recibu the darchim gitas v'shabas m'avim ha'areimais. He saw them pressing gitas and bringing ha'areimais. And he's very upset. He told them you have to stop that in Minchal Shabbos. Oh, parasha there in Nechemim. And... <coughs> And he um, explained to them that Shabbos, you can't do this. Avayda on Shabbos. That's what um, that's what it, it uh, has a few psukim there. So the, the Gemara had a Kabbalah that one of the things he did to be mechazik shmir Shabbos was asad all kalim. But then afterwards they realized that it wasn't necessary to have such a strict zayim, and they were mad to different things. So this Gemara clearly indicates they always tainted that this Xavier has nothing to do with Muksa. Muksa was an early Xavier. Right? Some even say it's the Raisa. Taisa says that if some people think it's, a, it's the Raisa, it has to be an early, early Xavier. It doesn't say in regard to Muksa. But he says in regard to other Xaviers, Basil Zagviyam, in regard to Bishal Akam, says if, if, if you ever find that an Amaria thought that something was the Raisa, it must mean it's a real early Xavier. Now the Gemara Sachem has its sound that Muksa is the Raisa. Some say Rashi holds that way. So, it had to be a very early Xayr. So, it was Muslim already there, the Xayr of Muksa, of Aksab, that when you max a daite from something, right, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, it's Asr, right? 
And here you see it wasn't only Geyser on Klishmachlis, it was even Geyser on Klishmachl Hetter. And that Xayr stayed. Now even Klishmachl Hetter is also Shalal Tzarech Klal. I don't know if anyone thinks that Klishmachl Hetter is also Al Tzmuksa. They now remove Shalal Tzarech Klal. And the Gemara says it's exactly the same Xayr. Right? So you do find, it's true, you do find some Rishayim that say, according to Rabbi Shimon, that would be a, that would be a raya that is al tzmuksa. Not some rishonim that say that, But the other way that the rishonim that say that klishumachtel iser is also according to Behuda, I think that's not a raya because they mean to say that it's also even let's from a In other words, he happens to hold that it's muksa, but that's nothing to do with this xerah. 